everyone, welcome to the Get Real Parental Coaching Show. You're listening to your host, Sandra True. So listen, going to have a bit of a different one this time because this particular person, I didn't quite catch the beginning of our interview because where we were interviewing, it wasn't in the usual place. So I thought, oh my goodness, the phone's not what I thought. You know what? Let me just go with the flow. So this person, right, is a British Jamaican reggae musician, a television personality, a celebrity chef, an author, a businessman. Most importantly, he is a dad. It's the none other than Levi Roots. Oh my goodness. Yes, I have Levi Roots on the show. So listen, you're going to hear our little conversation, but there isn't any introduction still. But you know it's him. You can go and listen to his voice somewhere else. You know it's him. It's, we're good to go. So let me just get into the chat right now. And you're going to hear us talking, having a nice conversation about him coming to England, why he came to England, and how it is raising his children in a British culture, very different from a Jamaican culture. So let's go. Not about today, it's about tomorrow. I suppose because she would always say, we're always hungry today, but it's the hungriness that matters. It's about the inspiration for tomorrow. My youngest son is nine, Christopher. I would try to tell him the same thing, that business is about long term, which is something that us as a people, we don't tend to look at it in that kind of fashion. We, we have a very hustling attitude, a lot of us, because things were always difficult. So you hustle it and you try to keep it and feed the family for up them belly today and then not worry about tomorrow but actually what my mom was saying that it is the whole thing is about tomorrow you will survive today your tenacity of who you are as a person will make you survive today but you have to think about the future in long term and i think that would be my message i love that because i know our parents always thought about the future for the next generation yeah, yeah. and that's for me they path the way for us yeah. And then that's what we're going to be doing for our children yeah. and so on and Absolutely. so on. I've always said that I think my mom and dad, for that matter, were the first set of entrepreneurs in this country, the Windrush generation. Those people didn't come to play about with a serious intention to work hard, you know, three, four jobs, you know, at a time to be able to send for the family. So they had a mission and that mission wasn't just about today. Yeah. It was about the future and out for them to bring their family. And of course, for them personally, they, they all had a plan was to go back. But it never happened, just like my own mother as well, too. You know, she spent her days here in the UK, still doing the same thing, looking after the family. Wow, amazing. And I know you talk about your grandmother a lot. And I remember there was a little story about when the grip reached. It means, that means one of your siblings is going yeah. to England or to foreign, yeah. as they will say. Do you want to talk about that little story there? Yeah, you know, the the, the suitcase or the grip plays a big part in, in all Caribbean, all Windrush family, whether you're from Jamaica or any part of, of the Caribbean, you, you were usurping towards going to the diaspora. And my family was no different. It was seen and not really understanding what it meant for me. I knew what it meant for my brothers and sisters, yeah, my older yeah. ones, because it meant that one of them was going. But I, I didn't really think one day my time is going to come um, when the grip would arrive and it would be for my turn. Because I would have said to somebody, maybe you should have asked me for the first <laughs> place, which nobody asked you, didn't have a say in. I didn't know my mom and dad, you know, unlike my brothers and sisters who were a bit older than me. So they, they knew them. And all I knew was my grandma. Yeah. Know, she was mom, dad. 
the cat, the dog, and everything else that you love as a child. I saw that through my eyes, my grandma was that. So when my group eventually arrived, it was the saddest moment for me because mm. she, you know, sat me down and told me that that group is actually mine this time. And, um, and, and I'm going to have to leave her and, and never see her again. It was a... Um, a very deep moment for me as, mm. as a young child yeah. then, leaving coming to a country that you've never heard of you've never yeah. been to at yeah. the time uh, you never left outside of your small little yardy community yeah. um, which is the, the, the term yardy comes from the fact that we used to live and that's all I knew then as a child but um, yeah, having to discover myself when I got here uh, that was the, the shocking of life learns lessons when you, you're having to, to fit around into a square and I say that because it was around into a square of a, a child coming from a beautiful place like Clarendon, Jamaica. Every tree has a fruit. Every lake has a jumping fish in there. You didn't have to. You didn't have to want food. Every stretch you stretch your hand and bring it in. There's food. There's food in there. And to leave to come to a place like like Britain to grow up in it was a terrible agenda for me as a young child. And how did that make you feel? And how did you cope with the transition? Well, I think I put it down coping. I put that down to my mom because I think she. She, she spotted the fact that I missed my grandma so much and that perhaps it was a bit young for me at the time to be traveling my own all the way from Jamaica because I came on my own. She understood the trauma of being uprooted from this beloved from my grandma. But she spotted that and then she, she kind of turned into my grandma in certain ways and gave me the attention and the love that I missed from her. And um, I think that was the, the, the reason for me to wanting to stay mm. um, and be with mom and get to know her. And, and in the end, she was she was a carbon copy of my grandma in some Lovely. ways. So, um, I settled in pretty quickly because I had somebody who, who understood who I felt as mm. a young child. Oh, my days. What an interview. Oh, my goodness. Listen, thank you so much, Levi Roots, for coming on and letting me interview you. And that was just a nice chat because I can hear how humble you are. And I know you're humble. Um, you're just trying to do the best you can as a dad. You know what I mean? And that's all that we can do. And it is different bringing up children in these kind of times to how you were brought up back in the day because you're fighting with internet and social media and peer pressure and that's what the children the children have a lot of pressure whereas the parents had a lot of pressure so now it's a lot of pressure on the children so thank you for sharing your journey and talking about your life and congratulations for all the things that you're doing absolutely love that and I'm sure the listeners they know where to follow you you're all over social media so without a shadow of a doubt you've been amazing so thank you so much for coming on the Get Real Parental podcast and we shall stay in touch so listen viewers don't forget to like subscribe and leave a comment of what you thought yeah okay speak to you soon take care thank you for listening